0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Huck and Ride podcast. This is Jason Simpson, joined by my co-host.
1: Lala Maharas.
0: Welcome, Lala. Uh, Thanks to Kenda for supporting Huck and Ride and the podcast. Uh, Able to find our podcasts on all media platforms. And this week, we are out here at Sea Otter and... We're joined by Steve Spencer from GT Bicycles and Joey Foresta, one of the riders for GT. Uh, Welcome, guys.
2: Thanks for having us. Yeah,
0: thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time out of the busy schedule. If if no one's ever been to Sea Otter um, and you are in the bike industry, you are missing out and knowing how busy the schedule can be while you're here um it's a great venue it's a great place to connect with those who you might not get to see other than maybe once or twice a year if you're lucky so uh thanks for taking that time to to spend with us we appreciate it Co- so hey a yeah. couple
1: gunny sacks a golf cart i kidnapped and we're good. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, Lala went out on a mission and hit with with a big club and knocked him over the head and drug him over (laughs) here. Yeah, they're being Uh, held
1: against their will.
0: (laughs) So, all right, let's uh, start off. For those who don't know, Steve, what is your official title at GT Bicycles?
2: I'm a global sports marketing manager, so I oversee all our GT athletes around the world for mountain biking, BMX. so, yeah, the glorified uh, dad with uh, with everybody. So.
0: Nice. Awesome. How long have you been in that position?
2: Uh about 15 years now. Wow. Been doing okay. it with uh, GT so it's been kind of a dream growing up as a kid racing BMX in Southern California and GT is one of the iconic brands and to be in this position, be working with them and it's it's yeah, truly incredible.
0: Nice. That's uh that's a pretty big um how do I say it? It's um not an accomplishment it is an accomplishment but it's a little unheard of to be with one brand for so long in that position and yeah. so that's uh that, that's pretty awesome i mean well, it's,
1: and the position hasn't gotten cut like in a lot of times in the yeah. brands as as money or whatever is not available your position would be like do we really need that do we, or limit it down
2: yeah yeah well, and yeah, yeah like any any industry things there's a lot of change going on and so uh, it means a lot yeah to still be here after all these years and long lasting relationships with people and um so i th- i think that's been a key part of it is establishing yourself within the industry and and it is a pretty small industry at the end of the day as yeah. big as it seems it's everybody kind of knows each other so you do one thing to mess up your reputation your image then it, it's hard to, to get back in there. So, but yeah, it's been amazing to be a part of GT all these years and work with amazing riders. And it, and that's one of the things about GT is there's, um, there's longevity with a lot of the people, like Hans Ray's been with the brand for over 30 years. Nobody else can say that. Right. I mean, uh, it's, it's pr- truly incredible. And we had, yeah, Tyler McCall has been with us for, I think, what, 13 years now and so many other athletes for years and years. So we're, we're not like a, like, we don't look at the athletes as they're disposable. Like, we feel they, they all contribute in their own way, and they c- try to keep themselves relevant over the years and evolve with the, the sport and everything they're doing. So, um, yeah, we're a family at the end of the day. So, yeah.
1: Well, I, I noticed, like, what, what really, I mean, I've known you for a lot of years prior to my own bike, but one thing I always knew is, like, I see the kids that you had growing up, same thing like Jay and I do, but... One of the bigger things is here. Rachel got pregnant. Rachel Strait got pregnant. It's like she's a huge athlete for you guys yeah. too, and and I loved that you guys just. I don't want to use the word capitalized because you didn't do that, but you didn't be like, oh, you're pregnant, you're gone. You're like, mm-hmm. you guys went with her through that, and then you know it, it's just so amazing that. Even still today she rides for you she's and she going to wait to get back on the on the bike and you know which is cool because now we got baby straight right yeah so and you got <laughs> it's like I see her in a little G t-shirt right so it's cool because that whole family vibe the same thing Jay and I do for the team is that whole camaraderie the family vibe yeah. like you know and I, how many times have you stopped by a store that I'm at or and I see you with this child sitting across from us <laughs> right now like oh my gosh you know and it's got to be a hard fulfilling in your heart of where you see them go and evolve and
2: you're part of that yeah no and and speaking of Rachel yeah she's been incredible she's still yeah out there racing and that but yeah going through starting a family and we and there's there's value in that I mean so many of I mean we're out everybody's out riding bikes if you're single families or whatever and she's sharing that experience now that she's evolving as a as a parent and as an athlete and she kind of sharing her struggles and everything and it's it's a compelling story that a lot of people may not understand and she's going to share that along the way and how she's here at sea otter around she's not racing but she's still at interacting with her with her sponsors and people and uh, just and it's great to see that she's out there still making a difference and being in a, a great ambassador not only for GT but for women in cycling
1: oh yeah yeah i just seen her right before i Right after I seen you today, right I,
0: after you clubbed him over the head, <laughs> when I was dragging him out,
1: um, I seen her and like, they're going to be on our, one of our podcasts as well. She's like, Oh yeah, come out to Kyle, you know, to the Kyle and I, to straight acres and we're yeah. going to do this. I'm like, wow. Like so inviting and not like, no, you know what I mean? But we've known her for years too, but just to see the growth and everything comes to, comes to mind, just like the one sitting next to Jay na- right now, you know, like, to see what you've done cuz you have I think you raised the bar like to what we what we always wanted our kids is always be respectful always represent that that ambassador to the right level right mm-hmm. watch your mouth watch this you know and you do it is a dad it is it is that dad job right you're like okay sometimes you're like do you really want to do this but at the end of the day you you're excited about it so
2: exactly
0: so so we'll jump over to Joey real quick. Um, so Joey, what are you doing these days? Let's just talk about right now and then I'll, I'll go back and talk about what you've done, you know, previously, but what, what are you doing, uh, to keep yourself occupied in between shredding on your bike?
3: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm a, I ride for GT, uh, mostly, you know, I, I have my other co-sponsors as well. And, um, you know, I, I ride underneath Steve and, um, yeah, me and Steve have,
1: have,
3: he's like a second dad to me again, you know, and um, so that's cool and um but yeah, so right now, um I go to school. Um I go to Salt Lake Community College, um just kind of getting some of my generals done. Um so that takes up a lot of my time. And um you know, other than that, I I like to uh, me and my family are really close. Um so I spend a lot of time with them and um, I have a girlfriend and, you know, just kind of. Oh, it's over. Girlfriend time. <laughs> oh. There goes the writing, right? Like that's right. got to be in the contract, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that, that keeps me busy. All those things keep me busy. And um, yeah, life's good. I'm, I'm enjoying what I do. And um, yeah, I love riding bikes. And, and yeah, I, I, I love my life. So it's good. been good. Yeah.
0: yeah. How old are you now, Joey? Uh,
3: I just turned 20.
0: Okay. Damn. Just turned twenty, and um, so I'm going to go back. So this is one of the things I like to do: is talk about kind of my <laughs> first memories or whatever of of people that are on the show. So, um, gosh, bootleg. I don't know. No, actually, the first time I heard of Joey was out here at Sea Otter, and I think that you won dual slalom as a. How old were you when you won dual slalom in the pro c- class out here?
3: So, so I get this a lot. Um, a lot of people think that I won. Okay, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> win. No, I didn't. Um, okay, I got second. Second, um, but, but I was, we're clarifying. I That's was good. fourteen, and that was kind of. I would say it was a, it was a big finish. Um, it was sea otter. Honestly, used to be even bigger back then, and it, it was a big deal. And. Um, that's kind of what put me on the map, so to speak. Um, and you know, it got my name out there quite a bit. And, um, but yeah, I did get second.
1: Who did you go against?
3: I went against a lot of people. So it was funny. Um, I qualified 16th, I believe. So I had right at the tail end of qualifying. Well, so they do 32. Okay. Okay. But you were in the middle. What happened was, um, You know, after that first round of 32, then you're matched up with the hardest bracket. So I went up against 15th first round, and then I went up against first place qualifier. Oh, man. And then after that, it would be eighth place qualifier, and then fourth place qualifier, you know, and then second place qualifier. And so I really had to work my my way up. But I think what a lot of it was, was I was for, like, I still had braces and everything else. Like, <laughs> like, I think what it was, was a lot of these guys didn't want to get beat by a kid. You know what I mean? And I mean, to be fair, I don't want to get beat by a 14 year old. <laughs> and I wasn't necessarily, I was riding very good, but I wouldn't say that I was the second fastest guy out there, you know, but I learned a lot from that experience because that's just racing and there's a lot more to racing than just being fast. There's a lot of fast people out there. Um, you know, and a lot of the times the fastest guy doesn't win. And I learned a lot from that situation because, you know, in my head I was like, well, I got lucky, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, well, I did in a sense, but I learned that lesson of, there's a lot more to racing than just being fast, you know? So, um, and and, has that
1: helped you with other stuff going down the road?
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that's helped a lot with, um, you know, down the road and, and, you know, I, I'm still working on mindset is so difficult. I feel like for racing and, you know, and that, and I'm still working on that, but that lesson has helped and I've, I'm still learning from that, you know? So, but that, that was kind of my first time getting thrown into the, getting thrown into the whole pro thing. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> throw, did you throw him in Steve?
2: No, it was all him. He, he <laughs> wanted to, He says, "I want to try, try it pro." He would uh, already won national championships what four times at that point. Um, going into it as an amateur, and he felt like he needed to raise the bar personally. And we stood behind him, like, hey, "Great, let's go do it." And uh, yeah, it was a pretty pretty big day. Uh, not just for joey for gt we owned the men's podium first second and third martin mays joey and brooke mcdonald top three annika oh, well. beerton was second i believe second or third in the pro women but it, i think what joey accomplished that day like overshadowed everything else that right yeah so it was pretty pretty big for a 14 year old kid and it was it was great to see everybody come together that was so excited for him everybody not just on the team but everybody else around this, this is kind of the unofficial world champs of dual slalom here. And yeah. for Joey to come out and shine it, that was huge. And everybody just came together and hugged him and celebrated with him. So it was great.
1: And yeah. how long had he been on GT at that point?
3: <laughs> long
2: time. Yeah. Very he, long time. So, yeah.
3: so me and Steve live pretty close. Um, and, and Steve is, um, he wasn't at the time, but he's actually the president of Rad Canyon BMX, um, and that's where I grew up racing, and so um, we kind of gained a friendship. Um, well, I don't even know if it was a friendship. I don't even remember. I was like eight <laughs> years old, but um, I think I think how it happened was you just kind of started helping me out a little bit, and the relationship grew from there. I was good friends with um, with Cody Kelly. He was kind of coaching me. He took me under his wing a little bit, and um, he moved me over to mountain biking. And then once I moved over to Mountain biking, and, um, you know, obviously Steve overlooks that stuff too, and um, then you started helping me on that side of things, and it just, I've always been on GT.
2: Well, that
1: was a good so, find. Yeah. Let's be real. Let's be real about something from someone who, we run a team, we know what it, he watched you before then, hun. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he knew what he wanted, and where, so that friendship is real, but he was already watching what you do, because that's... That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. We watch for talent, and yeah. and believe it or not, Jay, or, Jay, Jay and I have conversed with Steve plenty of times on like, okay, we have this issue, or what do you do if it's this? Or, you know, we've come to you with, okay, mm-hmm. this kid's being like this, or what do we do? You know, when do you cut ties? When do you... So we've... Steve and Jay and I have been around the block a few times on conversation, so... Yeah. And I'll go with the, I know that's the first time you had heard him out here, and I had heard about that because we we're out here, whatever, but... Mine was bootleg for you, and the whole Joey Fresta name, and Joey Fresta, Joey Fresta. I'm like, who the heck is this Joey Fresta kid? <laughs> and here comes your racist little kid, and I'm like, he's fast? And then I seen you, I was like, oh, he's fast, yeah. you know? So, and I was like, oh, you got a good one, you know? And so, but every time I ran into you, total, yeah, total great attitude, personality. I've never heard bad about you. Like he says, small industry, which just keeps your ambassadorship amazing out there, you know? So- and I mean, that's hats off to you because it's easy to become a punk person, and you have chosen to keep yourself away from that. Or they didn't allow you to do that. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah, I was just gonna say I don't know if I would have been allowed to. You know, like <laughs> you know, I've had I have my parents are great. I mean, honestly, I have very good parents. And aside from that, you know, like having Cody around and Mitch, Mitch Pilato was around a little bit, and Steve. I mean. You, you're like a second dad, you know, and like you said earlier, yeah, I feel like there's maybe work relationship a little bit, but I think we, aside from that, me and Steve have kind of, like, built a pretty good friendship. Um, yeah. You know, it's kind of like a different friendship yeah. because it's like a dad, like, yeah. second dad friendship. yeah. It, yeah. It's... It's cool though, you know, and, and he's like family and his family's like family. And, um,
1: it's inviting, it's different expectations yeah. than it's, what parents do yeah. because we still hold them to different standards, exactly. but, but at the same time, you still get to do those other dad things. I mean, yeah. that's Jay definitely does that. And
2: yeah, yeah. I like a team manager and that, yeah, you are that kind of that glorified dad. And, um, and men go back talking about like scouting talent and that it's, yeah, you're looking for talent, but you're looking for the right people. You're looking for the right who, personalities. Who do pe- I want to be around? Yeah, exactly. And so you're, I call it stalking in a sense. You, yeah. You're basically in watching, like, how do they interact with people? How do they act, interact on social media? And how do they carry themselves uh, away from the, the racetrack and everything? There, those are the important things because as soon as you bring that person in and then they become represented for your team and your sponsors and everybody, and then it could be a nightmare. Yeah. And so it's kind of a long process to find who fits in there. And, and, um, and I was, it's funny because like, I'll bring up like, Hey, we've got this new, this new writer. I had my eyes on like, where are where's he from Utah? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, why is everybody from Utah? And it's like, well, we have a lot of great kids and that, and I've been watching them forever. And I, yeah. So. I have
0: that advantage being you know, Southern yeah, being California. In Southern California yeah. It's like, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a Southern California kid. That's who I want to work with. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so it's, it's funny that way. But no, we've been fortunate. A lot of great talent coming out. You tell like oh, talking yeah. about Cody Kelly, Metro Pilato. Right. Um BMX Riders, amazing talent coming out that, that way too yeah. that we have and but um but yeah, and it's it's interesting and in when it comes to the sponsorship side and who you want to be a part of it and working at it from a shop level up to a national global level it's very similar yeah
0: we'll touch on this real quick joe you mentioned your your family and your dad and your dad who i i don't know real well but i've met him a few times but you come from bmx family right like mm-hmm. your your whole family race bmx
3: no so um actually kind of random because i feel like a lot of People who ride—it's kind of a family thing. Um, it wasn't really a family thing. Okay. I just—my parents never raced. My—they never really even rode bikes. Um, I just liked riding my bike when I was young, and um, one of my neighbors um, told my mom about uh, the BMX track because he—I um, I don't know what their relationship was, but he knew about the BMX track and said she should take me out, and then. From there, I, you know, I just got hooked on it and then, um, you know, then I got my sister into it and then, yeah, we just built from there. what
1: are you racing out here?
3: So I'm racing dual slalom and downhill out here, Um, but I I try to ride all different types of disciplines. You know, I I still ride BMX. uh, I like doing dirt jumps, downhill slalom, pump track. I I try to do everything. Okay. So,
0: um, but yeah. You had mentioned Cody Kelly, and he's had uh, some success with uh, enduro. And I know Mitch. Mitch has kind of done a lot of different things. I mean, he did some World Cup downhill stuff for a while. He's done enduros, and he's back. You know, yeah. both of them are really versatile in what they do. And I've noticed that you guys from Utah tend to—it's almost like a, a pride thing. Like you guys are take a lot of pride in just being versatile, which I think is rad because you know I, I try to when I'm coaching the downhill kids, I'm like, do as many Enduros as you can because you learn so much more. Do, do you find that yeah. to be true? Like, the more
3: versatile you are and more experienced you are, like, th- does that help you? Yeah, for sure. And and that's another thing that I always hear Steve say, like, you know, if I'm deciding whether I want to just race one thing out here, you know, I always just, in the back of my head, you're like, hear Steve saying. Bike time is bike time, you know, and, um, but also, you know, going back. Hold on, I need to write that down. Bike time is bike time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Every time we use it, we're going to have to be like, doesn't matter what bike you're on. (laughs) Yeah. No, but it's true. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, so yeah, I, I think people really get stuck in their ways, and, um, you know, if you just race downhill and you're so specific on downhill and, um, you know, all that stuff's great, but then when you go to a downhill track like this, say, that a lot of people race trail bikes or whatever, you know, all of a sudden you're not, you're not as fit to, to right. you yeah. know, you, you're not prepared. So, um, you know, I, I, the only thing I'm not really prepared for is like a road race, <laughs> <laughs> but even, even. Well, Even we can throw I- some liker on you. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, I, and, and again, like I just love riding all different types of riding, and um, and that's why GT is kind of perfect, is they make everything, everything that I love, and um, so yeah, it, it's just been good, and it's worked out perfectly, and um, but I do think it's very important to um, to be versatile. Well, and
2: two, you i mean some people like to focus and stay on one thing but we ride bikes for fun and if it's like racing down a hill or up a hill or over jumps or anything you want to keep it fun and you want to keep it fresh and so it's good to mix it up a little bit and like um, joey was mentioning you want to be fit for downhill a lot of people think it's just going downhill fast no you got to be fit for it so you got to be out and ride trails quite a bit and and do all the different things, and and build the skills to be ready for any type of course. If it's a pedally course like here, where it's and more power, yeah. you got to have the sprint power and and the endurance. And but then you go to the other courses where you need the skill. And so it's just yeah, staying balanced as a rider and doing everything that keeps it fun. Right. And all
3: these skills, they they all go hand in hand. You know, okay. you think racing BMX is so different from downhill? Not really. Yeah. You know what I mean? I you use some skills more than others, but um, the uh, the physio on GT Factory Racing, um, he used to be good at soccer, and he said something that I've always kind of remembered. And he said, "You're only as good as your bad foot." And I was like, "That's actually, you know, that's true with everything, you know." I you're only like I pride myself on being pretty good at cornering but it doesn't matter if i'm terrible at everything else yeah so yeah you know don't just work on what you're good at yeah and so when you
1: guys go work do work and stuff do you guys still meet do you i mean do you check in like you know i mean is that when you're out when you're out riding in your training program and stuff working everything the cornering the everything and then you let him know what you're doing or where you're at or does he actually tell you what you need to work on Or does his part come in now that you're all pro and everything <laughs>
2: <laughs> no well i think with joey he I, he has the work ethic i don't question anything he does i know awesome. that i don't have to have to check in on him and he just goes out and he's doing all these things and and he, i say i post up on social media i think like i just yeah i did a 60 mile road ride today and and i i know he's putting the work in i don't even have to question it because i know he cares enough to put the work in
1: and what's and what in all your years and your I know you did this for 15, but all years, do you ever look at something that became that aha moment for you?
2: Aha moment.
1: Because like Jason and I, we're always saying, oh, if you can ever go to a World Cup, like that would be the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're,
0: yeah. yeah, we're, you know, long, long time, just kind of a grassroots program. Then we had our elite side, but our elite side, you know, we're regional, a little bit national level, I guess is what you could call our team, mm-hmm. you know? So we always dreamt like, man, if we ever got to a World Cup, like, and then one year, three, three of our three of up. our riders got selected to go to World Champs, and we're like, well, this is it, we're going, and we were in Andorra, and we're just like, holy crap, like, this is, this is that aha moment for us, so yeah. that was, that was, like, you know, a little surreal yeah. for us, so have you had, the, have you had any of those moments, I guess, is
2: what... Yeah, I think when I first started, the, when I first started with GT, I was brought on as the mountain bike team manager... And growing up in the BMX world and doing some mountain biking and that. Yeah. I think similar that going to the first world cup. I think that is like a big aha moment where you're, it's a different world. Yeah. The athletes are on a different level and you see it, you see like in their preparation and, and everything and the focus and everything. It's like, okay, yeah, we're not at Fontana anymore. Right. Not, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, we
1: love you, Donnie, but we're yeah, not at Fontana. Yeah, yeah no.
2: And that's the great, but that's, that's the stepping stone. Like yeah. you start there and you work your way up, and and there's some serious racing going on there. But then you go to the World Cup, and it's it's like yeah, going from the local go kart track to yeah Formula, Formula one. one, yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's a different world, and you see like everything from all the right tools and the mechanics and everything and the race preparation, the physios, and just everything that culminates into the success build success for each of those riders right and seeing what it takes to to support them and and learning that along the way and um and that, and then learning from that and kind of building our program with and seeing that because it's every program is different out there and and what we try to strive for is our program to have success in racing but, but keep it fun too yeah um
1: first times
2: First times? Yeah. Are we going
3: with
0: first
1: let's times? Let's first times.
0: All right. We're going to start our first time segment. So um, let's start with Joey. Um, Uh-oh. First, <laughs> so, uh, so premise of this, of course, is first time. So I'm just going to sh- shout it out there. You got a
3: sponsor. First time you got a sponsor. First time I got a sponsor that would be GT. Um, yeah, I remember, um, it was a pretty regional thing. Um, but I remember, I think the first thing that we got was jerseys
1: with your name on it.
3: And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I was like, this is pretty cool. You know what I mean? And cause it was factory. Yeah. It was like, it was, it wasn't factory actually, but it <laughs> felt factory. And, um, you know, it was just GT big logo. And I was like, and there's, it was only a couple people at the local track and it was like the best people and, um,
1: sense of belonging.
3: Right. Yeah. So I was like, wow. Like, you know, I was pretty, pretty blown away that I was a part of it in general. So
1: that's awesome that that's what that name meant to him. (laughs) Like that, that stands out that that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's, I know, like Jay says, we're like the national level, but it's um, kid last year like or this year, sorry, got his name on his helmet, and he thought that was the same thing. Yeah, it's like, well, we're factory. You're like, no, we're you know're we're, we're, we're Jay and Lala budget, you know yeah. like, but you're like that's that feeling of your name on something you're you belong, right? And it's like you made it, right? Yeah.
0: So Okay, Steve, just because I've met your wife, so first time you Uh-oh. met your wife,
2: first time I met my wife. Um, first time I met wife was a blind date, only blind date I've ever been on was meeting her. For the record. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just through a blind date and it's kind of interesting because I was at a point in my life where like I was happy being single and a friend of mine wanted to line me up with her and, and went out for the evening and, uh, it was, it was, it was a fun night. We went to a hockey game, went to Cracker Barrel, went bowling, disco bowling and,
0: how long ago was
2: that? Oh, yeah, we've been married, what, uh, t- almost 22 years this uh, January. Awesome. So. awesome.
1: Awesome. I like that, like hockey, like the sports thing. She's like, I'm in. That's- yeah. Cracker barrel and hockey. I mean <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> it doesn't get much better that's, than that. That's still like a great date night for us. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs>
1: right? she looks at you, she's like, he's all mine. I'm like, there you go. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. Joey, I have to go, and this is a good one for me because I asked Stephen this. Swalto, uh, last one. When you – the first time you got on the podium, what was your – like what, your, what podium, though? You got to specify. His first time – sorry, first, second, or third, but more so first of like, wow. Like you're looking out in that crowd and like, I just did this, you know, like – because you had some – I mean, growing up, I mean, Jay and I have seen you since you were little going up into this. So to actually see you to sit right now, like – you're an adult, <laughs> yeah. but to see you as that kid growing up and like your talent is there and then to know like you, you know, you belong, but that feeling,
3: um, I would say cause, um, you know, I started when I mountain biked, uh, or when I started mountain biking, um, uh, the local races, like most of the time I would race myself. So it was, you know, it wasn't a big deal. So, the one that stands out to me is going back to Sea Otter when I got second. Uh, I was, like, so nervous, because there was actually a pretty big crowd. It felt like a big crowd to me. Oh, it was huge. And, um, you know, everyone was at the podium, and, you know, everyone was, everyone was pretty loud and wild. And um, I was just so embarrassed. Like, I didn't want to go out there, and, like, I felt so awkward, and... Um, but it was – and I I was like, wow, like – I don't know. It felt a little surreal yeah. like, because I didn't really f- – I was sitting back there with Brooke McDonald and Martin Mays <laughs> and I was like, I don't fit – like I shouldn't be here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I didn't feel like I fit in. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're so,
1: here. The people you looked up to. Yeah. Or, like, you're like, whoa. Well, like- I
3: expected them to be here, but
1: yeah. I know
0: I'd be standing in the middle <laughs> of you're it. you're like, exactly. did, Steve,
1: yeah. did Steve throw me back here? Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's like so, the, di- what is it, the uh, lion's den, you know? Yeah, yeah. and so yeah. it
3: was almost more memorable being behind the podium with those guys. That's, That's awesome. Cool.
1: So, yeah. Okay, and Steve, I have one for you. In your history of, not ju- maybe not just with GT, but, whatever, but when did you, like, in, in all that you're doing, and, and we admire what you do because that's that would be our dream job to do, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to actually have a budget and do stuff, right? <laughs> but it's the same thing like seeing one of your kids. Is there one of those moments? I mean, you've had a lot of success with this team, just some of the names we were mentioning. I mean, Cody Kelly's a great person, you know, sitting mm-hmm. across from Joey and you know, Kyle and, and Rachel, and just to name a few. What was that moment where you're like, I really love what I do, and look what I develop. What was one of those? Because you can go through the motions every day. How was that first time? Because it's first time (laughs) of that moment that you're like, I'm good at what I do. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. You know. Well, and I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't like to think that I'm good at what I do. I love what I do, and I think it just. I mean, and and being able to to do things and help people reach their goals, pull in some uh, some good people, and that. But, yeah, um, maybe the first time it maybe really hit me, Um, gosh. Yeah, it was probably early on. Um, Oh, at Fort William World Championships 2007, Um, Jill Kintner, Brian Lopes. There you go. They both won World Championships for across and And being a part of that and seeing that was was pretty special being on the world cup stage yeah two world champions and to think that you help orchestrate pulling that again ultimately it comes down to the athlete pulling it together they're the ones they have to make it happen but i like to think that everything behind that gets them there and having the right mechanics all the right support leading up to it and just creating that atmosphere and that vibe in the, in the pit and everything and the travels leading up to it that
1: which is taxing on, yeah. on an athlete to try to do themselves yeah exactly here you're coordinating all that yeah to make sure where they're supposed to be so just like what he says that behind the scenes part exactly that's that's yeah. you yeah so. and, Coleman,
2: and because the staff and everybody behind the, the athletes they they're the unsung heroes they're mm-hmm. the, the i mean i really think the mechanics those guys they they're they're the best friend. They're psychologists, and they deal with all the BS a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, even though the team manager does too, but they're the, the first point of contact with that athlete, and they gotta they have to build confidence in the athlete, knowing that they're sending them out on the the bike dialed and everything, and and having that communication and everything. So it really is a team, a group effort when it comes down. And but um, and but yeah, knowing that you help orchestrate that and pull it together and achieve. These these great, great accomplishments.
1: Do you st- still get butterflies in your stomach when you see one of them in that start gate and like, come on, you got yeah. this, yeah. You know? Well,
2: and yeah, and, it, and even after all the, well, this year at national championships, at Winter Park, and Joey's up for like in dual slalom and I, yeah, having that nervousness for him, and just you want him to to win and succeed, and it's so yeah, you still get it when they're when they're going for that first place, and that's you
1: know. awesome. I love that. I, love, I get chills. Because so, yeah. that's just, I know what we do. Like knowing, you know, today out here we had a couple kids. Well, I say kids. I know Bobby's not a kid. But seeing a couple getting first place and you just get the, they're so excited. Jay was practicing. So when he came in, so excited to tell him like, and I'm sure that's how you get. So it's, that's that aha, right? Mm-hmm. You know. The, yeah. So, All right, yeah.
0: Joey, real quick. First time you felt like you shrouded the corner.
1: i just learned what this word was this year okay so
3: (laughs) well um yeah that's kind of a newer thing so that would definitely be recently um hmm probably right when right when that whole trend started i'd say that was probably three or four years ago yeah but it made it made me look at corners a little bit differently, bike park corners, sure. you know. Um, you know, although like I don't do it much to yeah. be honest with you, because um, it's not necessarily fast. I, every now and then, I still like. I, I had I had fun watching this video. It's been
0: I don't know. It's probably a year or two old. But with Steve, Pete, and Loris Vergier. Yeah, I saw that too. And and it's just funny because like Loris is like you know going way inside on this thing and just cutting the corner super hard and to watch Steve Pete try to do it he's just it's funny because I can relate because I'm going wow like even with the technology of of the bikes today we've had to kind of re-learn how we're cornering and doing all these things on the bike because it's different geometry you know and so I just got a kick out of it and it's like yeah, you watch all the young kids do it, and then us old guys, just like, yeah, it's not going to work that way.
2: No, uh-uh. no. it's not going to happen. <laughs> That's when
1: that video comes out. What I look, what I what, I, what I in my head, what I look like, yeah. and what I really look like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. In my head, I'm fast. Yeah. But I, I see the video. I'm not. So <laughs> yeah. so
0: you can you can trout if needed right okay yep. but it's not necessary not necessary there you go nice. where's <laughs> the live
1: by from joey foresta there we go okay. we got a couple things to write down in five years when we talk to you guys yeah. again we're yeah, going to see maybe we're my
3: at. maybe my opinion will be changed <laughs> yeah yeah we'll in five years yeah. yeah we'll see what happens
0: so I'll, I'll share another first time for me because i so went back you know i heard about joey when he got second place me thinking he won in my he- in my head in my, heart, <laughs> hey. in my heart, in my heart, you're a winner. Thank you. Joey, so <laughs> I'd rather be that way. So um, <laughs> wish I would have. So after that, it was. I think it was the very next year. Um, our team started to go out to the bootleg races, and we we had a rider at the time, Cole Suedos, who mm-hmm. you and Cole just neck it, and neck. It, yeah, it just yeah. turned. It, it, and I don't want to say a nemesis because it was such a healthy thing. It's your like, chase every, every year. I just right. looked. I looked forward to like man i can't wait to watch joey and cole just go at it like this is going to be awesome you yeah. know so th- those are my next memories of you but it took until um it's probably a year ago out at bootleg for the um what's the end of the year thing that they have there i don't i can't remember the what reaper call madness it. No, yeah. no 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 the uh the november event
3: oh um like the thanksgiving yeah, yeah. together and so
0: yeah. so i went out there and it was actually the first time i actually got to ride with you okay and so and it was like going from this 15 16 year old kid to now well last year you're 19 and so but i got to spend kind of spend the day riding with you a little bit and it was like this is a buddy this <laughs> isn't like you know the the kid racer like and so I just really enjoyed that time being able to do that. And so, um, you know, for, first time riding with you was just so different than what. Um,
1: first time seeing them. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I. Well, I enjoyed but we had that. this
1: conversation earlier. Do you and Steve really ride with the kids, or do you start <laughs> with them? Yeah, yeah,
0: no, no. Steve, Steve and I know our place. We uh, <laughs> we we roll the bikes up to the top of the hill with the kids, and then we know that we're going to see them down in the pits or at the restaurant yeah. later that night or whenever it is that we do meet up with them again. Cause yeah, <laughs> we, we enjoy the ride down. I don't know why they're in such a hurry and miss all <laughs> the things. Exactly. See yeah. Me. It's like, there's so much to see on the way down. Exactly. Yeah, you enjoy
2: the ride. Yeah. And yeah. Well, it's funny because we were, uh, we were talking to somebody earlier today and talking about the different levels of fast and speed. And I think what Joey does is incredibly fast and what our version of fast is different, but in our head we're fast. Yeah. And, and it came up. What was the term? Like, be your own fast.
1: Oh, can we write that one down too? Yeah. On. <laughs>
3: that's what the other guy said. Too. Yeah, exactly.
2: He goes, yeah. Hey, can I use that? <laughs> yeah. right. So, but it is. It's be your. It's like I'm out there, and I' you, putting you too. So you're going fast enough where it puts a grin on your face, and you have a grid. You're having a great time, but you're not going the same as pro speed. And yeah. that, but but we're putting a little scare in us. It, but it, it's and fun. what's
0: funny is, is I guess what I was hinting at too in that is that joey like hung out with me and rode at bootleg with me and there was like he was like letting me be my own fast and knowing that i was having just as much fun as him and he was enjoying it too so Mm -hmm. that's awesome that's great yeah when they do that that's what makes it that's why you probably enjoy having him on the gt you know, brand, because he is that great ambassador that, that appreciates that in yep. in all riders and levels. So, that's But I
1: think that's awesome, too, though, because, like, the kids get excited when you'll ride with them or I ride with them. So I'm sure when they're like, Steve's riding with us, like, you know, like, you get yeah. excited, right? Because they're always doing the, the back end stuff, and then mm-hmm. here you get to go ride. Yeah. yeah. Well,
3: so um, Steve and, and some of his, his buddies at home, and, and my buddies, too, um, they have a every Monday and Wednesday and Friday – they all get together and ride and every now and then I'll come on those rides and they're always like, Oh, you're coming to push us, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, and, and it's fun and we have fun, but, um, you know, I, I'm like, no, like this mountain biking is my hobby and it doesn't always have to be training. Good you up, know what I, I mean? It, it, it doesn't, and there for a while, I, I, it did have to be training and, and honestly results just, go backwards with that you know yeah. it not everything has to be training you know and you're not always trying to be the best you know like just go out and ride and know your place you know what yeah. i mean right. like yeah go have fun you know, well, what know I mean? the right like,
1: you're doing like there's difference of when you're doing your training rides you're not going to show up to a group yeah. like that and-, mm-hmm. and
3: even on the training rides you know it's like do i really need to be staring at my heart rate the whole time yeah you know do i Really need to be, um, you know, looking exactly how many calories, and you know, for some people, yes, and that right. gives them confidence. And and I think I learned at least for me in my style, like I know when I'm training, and I make sure that I have fun. Yeah. Well,
1: and you're a great ambassador, like you was saying, because those little kids, you know, one thing. And you've seen this come up to, you know, you'll be walking through somewhere. So I was like, that's Joey, you know. And we've had kids do that, too, to some of our riders. And they look up to you, right? Yeah. So that, when they see you, you're not like, and I've seen it, where some of them, the the riders will roll their eyes. Not ours, but, you know, and here this little kid just wants to look up to you. i like, because you're their chase, right? Like, we talk about you and Cole and, yeah. and the chase. You guys were each other's chase to make each other faster. And you, you help each other. I mean, you both are like just... Shrouping fools and um, and amazing adults. Amazing yeah. adults, so, yes. Yeah. That's what's more Cole told us he was adulting at sixteen though, so we're <laughs> good. But you know, it's it's cool to see that and because you give the next generation that you know, that fourteen year old on the on the dual solemn chorus that right. next level to Well, oh, I remember when Joey did this, I can do that, you yeah. know and And I
3: think that's why every generation gets better. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Because um they're like, oh, well, yeah, that is possible or that's how they did that or, you know, whatever the case may be or, you know, I'm riding with younger kids now and, um, you know, bikes are getting better and everything else and it's just making this new wave of great riders. But, you know, a lot of the people that I was racing at 14, they didn't even have bikes available that they could ride at 14. Right. Right. And so – um you know something like that um yeah and it, it you know that really helps the progression of the sport so
1: no definitely that's i think i mean i seen it whether they stick to it later on or whatever but we've always loved it i'm sure you've gotten a million cards or phone calls of like wow steve you really helped me to become the person i am today mm-hmm. that's I think that's my satisfying moment.
0: Oh, yeah. It's very gratifying for sure when they come back. to you know, appreciation. Yeah. Five, might be five years later or whatever, yeah. but, you know, just like, hey, I realize you didn't have to do all that and you went the extra mile to pour the, your time and,
3: you know, yeah. effort into me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And well, it- and I don't think it's just that. Like, I look back at what biking has gave me, you know right. what I mean? And and CU's a big part of that. And it's not just being fast on a bike, you know, it's life lessons and oh, yeah. maturity and working with people and, you know, being nice to people, hard work, yeah. work travel guessing, experiences, travel experiences. Do you
1: make your bed when you get up Everything. every day? <laughs> yep. Good job. That not, is my, that is I my do, difficult one.
3: I do the lazy one though. Okay, I, you can I do. Up. I just pull the comforter mm-hmm. over. <laughs>
1: Well, you and Jared Hansen so can have a it. conversation yeah. one time because I couldn't get that kid to make his bed for bucks. <laughs> yeah. He's And he, then he just got personal. Lols, I'm not going to do it. So don't even ask. Yeah. <laughs> just in despite right, and yeah. even as of today, he goes look, I'm a good human. I don't make my bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so there there are those. Uh,
0: but um, well, we really appreciate the time that they've taken.
1: You got to do Kenda with this boy. Yes,
0: I'm going. I'm getting to that. <laughs> um, so they, yeah. Again, thank you for your your time. Joey, you're out here racing dual slalom and downhill. Yeah. On your of tires? Yeah. Give me your your tire setup for for your bikes
3: out here. Yeah, so um you know, prepping for this weekend, I've been thinking about that for a little while and you know, um going into every race weekend, usually I'm pondering that and I have something I start with and um it doesn't change very often because usually I, I'm i able to know because I know the dirt and everything. So um, this weekend I'm choosing a pinner in the front and then a uh, Nevigal 2 in the rear just for rolling resistance. Um, a little bit quicker, but it's not, um, not a semi slick because I need a little bit more than that, I feel like. So um, it was good on the downhill course today. Um, slalom is all day tomorrow. So, hopefully it should be good. Um, going same setup with same setup. Yeah, okay. different I'll do some different air pressures. Um but that'll be about all. I might go a little bit lower air pressure and do a slalom. Um but yeah, Pinner and the Nevergold too. That's actually the first time that I've ever done that combination. Okay. So, yeah.
0: All right. Well, I I've, I've been on uh I did the enduro the other day and then I did I've been practicing downhill. But in the enduro, I did go down the dual slalom course and it wasn't cut in yet at all, but I've been on the uh, pinner front and hell diver in the rear yeah and uh, I think because the speeds probably aren't quite what your speed is that <laughs> helldiver has been working great for me i I'm really liking that tire and even even with the sand out here it's like once you once you get used to like leaning it in and find that bite on the edge like you know, if you have the confidence, it 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 works really well.
3: Yeah, I ride the Helldiver Diver on my um, on all my trail bikes actually. Um, in Utah, it's so good. I I really like riding semi slicks, but just for something like this and when I'm racing, yeah, I want just a little bit more. Awesome. So, well, thank you guys again.
0: Thank you to Kenda Tires for sponsoring the Huck and Ride podcast.
1: And let's finish with Steve okay final thoughts with steve final thoughts anyone what? out there wanting to race wanting to ride what's your thoughts out of all these years doing all these kids adults
2: um i don't know there's there's a lot of amazing talent out there and uh and it's hard right now it's hard to pick and choose kit the the riders and and like you want to develop this up and coming talent and that and there's a lot of opportunity out there at the moment um so bike industries in this crazy state where everything's moving there's um with social media and everything there's ways to reinvent yourself as an ambassador and athlete and everything so i think i mean probably the main um direction i can give is kind of be yourself but find your niche too like find something you can do different than anybody else and, and be in your, in your messaging and just find an angle that kind of just makes you a little bit different, but be true to yourself at the same time. Don't try to be somebody that you're not. Don't try to be like one of these other YouTube guys and, and YouTube's a great information piece out there, but try to find something that, that you can do and have fun with. And, um, and then if it's, and if it incorporates racing, that's great and sharing those experiences, but yeah, just, try to do something that make it's going to be fun and informative and um and, and still be yourself because yeah don't ever forget who you are nice good awesome. words good words. i want there. to
1: thank both you guys for letting me kidnap you <laughs> <laughs> sorry about the bruises we're good <laughs>
0: and with that we're signing off thanks guys thanks thank you. you guys